0: Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I'm one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Anna Ferris to his Chris Pratt, Michael Howard. Listen, Michael, my career is in a spot I can't have more kids. And I, I know you want them. I, no, they're no, it's not, I can't. I think they're to- America's,
1: America's most loving couple, and nothing will ever happen to destroy
0: that. I am 100% certain of that. Well, Michael, you you did mention to me earlier that it had been a busy week for you, and you hadn't really had time Mm -hmm. to check in on the news. Nope. I do have some bad news for you. Uh, Love is dead. Chris and Anna split up. What? Yeah, I know. I don't... Oh, God. And honestly, if if they can't make it work, I don't have a lot of hope for the rest of us idiots. Um, The only thing... I mean,
1: the only thing that would be worse than, than Chris and Anna... Being no more. Krana? Did, did we come up with one for them? I think it's Krana. I think it's Onifers. Mm-hmm. Onifers. Uh, Krana? Yeah. All right. Uh, would be if Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell ever broke up. That would basically send me off of a building.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I, I don't really particularly like Z- uh, Dak Shepard, but... Nope. I like her all. a lot, and they—they seem cute together in the Samsung commercials. So they're adorable. Yeah, I, I don't. Want I mean,
1: you've seen the video happens. of him bringing her the sloth, right? Yes, I have. I mean,
0: yeah, he seems to make her very happy. So mm-hmm. yeah, I. Hopefully, those two kids make it. Yeah, it was a it was bummer <laughs> news. Old, old, old Chris and uh, Anna there. That was those sad bears. Um. Well, Michael. Speaking of sad bears. Um. One, I want to congratulate everyone. If you make it to when this podcast comes out on Thursday, congrats. Nuclear war hasn't break, broken out yet. So we made it, guys. That's big because as of today, uh, this is uh, Tuesday. She ain't looking too good
1: on, on <laughs> the old nuclear war front. If you're finding this in the year 3200, as we are slowly escaping from the nuclear winter and the hellscape that has been for the past 110 or 110 years, something like that. Thousand, thousand, eleven hundred years. Got it. What, what year it. do you think it is? Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> then, uh, welcome to Trends in Low Places. This yeah, is a whatever kind exploration of, of, of,
0: the, cat,
1: some of the stories
0: of eleven 1, hundred years ago. Yeah. Whatever kind of cat human hybrid you are, uh, <laughs> please enjoy this show. Um, well, Michael, hi, how you been, buddy? Good.
1: You know what I did this weekend? What's that? I went and saw saw the ponies. At the old Arlington Park, I saw some some horse racing.
0: Uh, did you make any any bets on on the ponies? I
1: did. There was actually in the very last race there was a, a pony called Go Bonnie Go. Oh, well you had to bet on that. Oh. Yeah, I put my life savings on that, and uh, she came in dead last. So that's pretty much accurate. So you're no Bonnie, longer
0: you're no longer buying a new home is what I. No, we're
1: I'm at, actually doing this from a from the street. I'm stealing
0: power and internet from a random house. Um, yeah, your so, only your only means of conveyance is Go Bonnie Go. You were yes. given her as a consolation prize. Yes. Um, was was Gobani Go, Bonnie Go a, a random trash pile of a horse, much <laughs> like your your small dog?
1: No, she looked magnificent. And I was like, yeah, that horse is totally gonna destroy it. And then turned into Bonnie. Yeah, just I just stood there and
0: wanted to lick all the jockeys' faces. <laughs> <laughs> and played with some yarn. Exactly. exactly. All right. Well, Michael, that sounds pretty fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Well, what do we want to talk about here? I know I got a couple things. Uh, people felt uh very compelled to share with me that the news that um Aaron Carter announced that he was bisexual earlier or late last week. So, really? Yeah. I did not hear that. Yeah. I, well, I've been man. I have been just out of the loop here. Well, I mean, Michael. I mean, I knew about it, obviously, because I do subscribe to his newsletter and I am, you know, head of his fan cast, obviously. But um, <laughs> I think no less than three people sent me this particular news because they do know you think I Aaron I, Carter actually has a fan cast. I am 100 percent sure he does. Because, I mean, he followed me for using the hashtag Aaron's party. for a while. And then I think yeah. he he realized that I was using it meanly <laughs> <laughs> and he unfollowed me. But I got I got a. I gotta bet he's got some
1: fans out there. Mm, I was I was thinking that could be our next uh, good buddy media
0: venture, <laughs> the Aaron <laughs> Carter fan cap. Nah, you no, know, I mean hashtag Aaron's party is not not a bad podcast name, but exactly that well doesn't really overflow very often. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we've had two big uh, you know AC stories in the last like two or three weeks, but that's not a beat I really love to cover. I'll t- I'll be honest with you. <laughs> But I mean, that's, that's your brand,
1: dude.
0: Yeah. speak. Yeah. My, my brand is also sliding on floors at, at big parties. And I did do that this weekend at my company retreat, um, (laughs) cause I, I did it at a, a friend and coworkers, uh, wedding, uh, in Scotland and it it brought the house down big, big hit. Um, they wanted me to repeat it at this company retreat. Um, but it was a, a concrete and tile floor. And I, all I did was bang my knee up very badly and, uh, go about six inches. I probably slid about six inches, and now I have a knot the size of uh, my fist on my knee. I have a that's second. A, I have a second knee essentially.
1: You have a second knee. Yeah, that's not a very powerful slide. The six-inch
0: slide. Well, I will say I came down on the floor with thunderous force, <laughs> and um, it did bruise my my knee very badly. <laughs> So it was like, it was
1: the power was directed in the wrong vector. No, like directly into the cement.
0: No, because I I can take a picture of my shoes here also because I scuffed the shit out of them. Like I was moving with power and purpose. Mm. It's just the floor very much had a lot of friction on it. I had a lot of friction with the floor. I don't know how physics works, but it was working against me that night. And um, everything hurts real bad. And as you know, Michael, we're both training for a run. Uh, I meant to go running uh, on Monday. Yesterday, couldn't, could barely walk. <laughs> you gotta just run through it. I've heard whatever injury it is, just,
1: just power on. Just through gotta it. run
0: through the pain. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, though, my knee is very large and doesn't <laughs> really uh, bend very well at at today mm-hmm. today's moment. So mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. Well, yeah. Michael, what do you want to talk All about? Here is excuses. Yeah, no, a lot of excuses. I heard very play like badly. a ch- play like a champion, Kush. All right, well, I mean, the only thing that makes it feel better is that good alcohol, which I don't really want to run when I'm drunk. So, yeah,
1: mm, good point. Mm-hmm. You know, here we are. Point. So, Kush, I don't know if you've heard about the hottest new
0: product that's that's come out uh, recently. Um, no, I mean, well, I mean, there's so many products. I mean, I I follow a lot of. This is the product, though. Okay, I mean, it, like Hyperloop, it sounds pretty cool. Uh. I've been following a random, like a t-shirt generator algorithm that makes funny t-shirts. That seems pretty cool. Hmm. But is it, are any of them called GIF tip, the dick
1: tip? <laughs> no, no, none of, none of them are that. None of them are, are that. Um, there's a new product that came out that is a contraceptive, uh-huh. um, that you basically glue your pee hole shut. Uh, uh yeah why <laughs> well um because you, you get you still have the full feeling you know on your member yeah um but you don't get your lady friend pregnant but you you're and you don't have I don't know if it, i don't I, i'm not sh- still not sure exactly how it works but I don't know if it blows up like a
0: balloon to like uh, I'll tell you how it works it doesn't there's no <laughs> fucking way it works <laughs> there's not a um, chance in hell that it works.
1: I just got to read you some of the things from the website. Welcome to jiftip.com. What's new? Mouth gear. Zero taste is yummy. Use an advanced soft or hard. Size doesn't matter anymore. Um, and then I went to the fact to try and figure out how it works. And the fact is, has sections in it. And one is, it says, what's it for? And then jizz fests.
0: It's just <laughs> Pro- for jizz fest.
1: No, that's part of the fact. Tip open, tis- tip close. <laughs>
0: Okay, God. Um, so, okay. I'll send you. I'll send you the website so you can see all of these pictures. Well, I'm looking at some stuff. I also saw so I searched for it on on uh, on Twitter. Apparently, they do have a video that just features a man's full erect, like naked penis on my Twitter timeline now. Um, but you know what? Here's something from giftip dot com. Um, note: This is from the FAQs. If one does the research, one discovers that our skin is an amazing defense shield. Did you know that condoms do not protect men against herpes? Don't believe it. Click here. Okay. Point two. What would happen if you ejaculated with GIF tip? The research here lags the innovation. Is it safe for you? Nobody knows. One doctor <laughs> wrote about it here or search it online. Tantra three-finger technique. So this and is it. And here are the risks. It's not intended or approved to prevent te- pregnancy or STIs. Well, it's a beta program. It does say, we promise it won't work for everyone. Asterisk. It's in beta. (laughs)
1: Our beta program is limited. Working with the beta team begins when you subscribe to our blog below. Do that and your order will be doubled from three GIF tip to six. Oh, cool. So you can get to see a GIF tip real penis tutorial if you want. (laughs) Okay. Um,
0: (laughs) um, By the way, though. It says they want you to... So, basically, it's a sticker on the tip of your dick, and then you're supposed to rip it off right before you ejaculate, which, apparently, according to the company, um, will make you cry. (laughs) (laughs) Does it hurt when you take it off? Yes, it does hurt. But you'll
1: quickly build a tolerance to it. All right. I'm sorry I brought up this fake news story. No,
0: I'm so... So, (laughs) GIF tip two, an indoor penis party. Is it safe to have an indoor jizz fest to hold everything inside? Feel safe, be safe. Requires you pull out, remove the fuel shield, and ejaculate. That's it, safe and worry free. Oh, if she notices tears in your eyes, let her believe that it's true love. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I guess all this does is like prevent like any other like lubricant fluid that gets produced, and then like you still have to pull out, and then
1: also not. I feel like they. I feel like if it is a real product, they there are certain things they have to say. Yeah, like legally, like it's not going to prevent pregnancy. But like, I mean, it does say when you're open, Jif Tip has you covered. Right. Slam the door on foreign invaders and trap those few eager baby seeds until you're ready to let them go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, OK, so there's so much to unpack with this company, though. Holy shit. So the no,
1: Jif ma- Tip is a great alternative to penis clamps and diapers for mild male urinary
0: incontinence. Oh sweet baby Jesus! Um, okay, so anyway, the the logo for this so it's GIF tip, JifTip J I F T I P. The mascot is a a scrotum, so you know dick and balls with a bullet belt, you know with like shotgun shells on it, uh, a jaunty like bandana that says BTN on it. Um he's wearing a graduate's mortarboard and uh, aviator sunglasses with a like hot anime redhead next to him. And the logo itself is a fidget spinner. <laughs> it does look like a fidget spinner. <laughs> also on the sure size doesn't matter it. screen, uh they have three sizes of ice cream like cups. <laughs> Would you care to guess? Uh, there's three sizes. Would you care to guess? One is the largest, and which is the smallest? Uh, the fla- what, what flavor ice cream? Oh, chocolate. Chocolate's the largest. Vanilla's the smallest. For some reason, strawberries in the middle just hanging out. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> if you sunburn your penis, it grows bigger. Everyone knows this. That is smart. Um, Man. Yeah. So, I mean, we talked about experimental, uh, you know, male birth control options early on in this show. Mm-hmm. I would, I'll be honest with you. I'd much, I would be much more trusting of an injection into my scrotum that would potentially <laughs> like block me from, uh, uh ejaculating than a pu- basically putting a grape job sticker over the tip of my penis and hoping it doesn't fall off.
1: The problem is you don't get the grape job sticker until you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Great job! You didn't impregnate me. So maybe it'd be like a, a "You can do it" sticker, or like a "I am somebody" special. <laughs> okay, "I am somebody" is that'd be pretty funny for this one. <laughs> and then it turns into it has like a like a heat sensitive thing to it. So once you're finished, then it says "Grape job."
0: Yeah, that'd be like it it it's activated. But the thing is, you have to pull the uh, the sticker off because it's not recommended to ejaculate with the patch on. Yeah, I feel like they just have to say that, you know? Um,
1: no. The, hand, the hand-squeezed bubble test demonstrates a safe, secure seal under ridiculously high pressure. I'm just saying. Michael, have you ever held
0: your thumb over the nozzle of a hose? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, are you asking me... That literally, or are we are we using euphemisms here?
0: I'm asking you literally, because I, yes. I don't I yes, don't I care have. if you've ever. I honestly do not want to know if you've tried <laughs> to block your massive torrent of ejaculate from blowing out. <laughs> I do not give a shit. Um, the principle, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if it's if it's on, un- yeah. I mean, if you put your thumb over the hose. Unless you have a big enough thumb, and then you can pluck it up. Right, if
0: you got a big old thumb, but yeah, if you that got water, the water's not happy about it. The hose no. also could, you know, could take it or leave it. If, there, um,
1: <laughs> if there's a weak spot in the hose, it will rupture. Right, and uh, you know who knows who knows what's going who on down knows there, where the weak spots are that hasn't been checked by a building engineer in a long time.
0: I do like that you also have to clean the tip of your penis before you. Well yeah, I mean it
1: won't stick if it's dirty. It's like when you clean off your uh license plate before you put your
0: new sticker on. Also, I got to say in in their instructional like images, either the lady applying this thing cuz it does it does appear to be a lady's hands uh <laughs> applying the gif tip, either it's very small hands or good lord that's a, a big old dick. <laughs> <laughs> I um I didn't know you were watching it. No, it, I, there's an image. There's a, a four. I'm not. I'm not watching the video. Oh, um, <laughs> you're watching the video, and I was like, "How are you?
1: How dare you watch no, this video without me?" No,
0: it's the four-step image, like the cartoon they have. And oh, the
1: cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Because the video has a lot of dick in it. Yeah, because I, I, I turned it on when I thought you were watching it without me. Oh, are, have you watched it without me? No, I mean I've stopped it now. But
0: unfortunately, from the beginning. There is just penis. I mean, the thumbnail penis, or sorry, the thumbnail <laughs> picture is a man like gen- very gingerly holding his penis between two fingers.
1: Is that what you call the thumbnail images on like
0: Pornhub? The thumb penis, yes. The thumb penis images? <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, okay, Michael, well, uh, what else? anything else you want to talk about? Um,
1: speaking of um, flowers? Okay. No, that didn't work. Well, hey, S- speaking hey, of bloomin' Oh, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of bloomin', I have a story about our our favorite bloomin' onion purveyor, oh. Outback Steakhouse. Outback Steakhouse, hello. Yeah. Um, well, some people have noticed a very interesting pattern with their placement of their restaurants.
0: Like where the physical locations of Outback Steakhouses?
1: Yeah, it turns out that across a lot of cities, um Outback likes to put their, their steakhouses kind of around a city center, like more out in the maybe suburbs area, something like that. Some people have noticed that there always tends to be like five of them. Five Outback steakhouses? Around this major city and kind of uh, organized in a way that if you, if you draw the points between them, it's a big old satanic star.
0: A pentagram?
1: Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Like, I mean, we're talking. You know, there's New York City, Indianapolis. Um, you know, what are the other cities here? Oh, this one is uh, Mesa, Arizona.
0: Man, I mean, oh, Atlanta. Yeah. No, we only have we only have like. Uh, well, let's see. One, two. So they're outside the city, but yeah, you got to yeah. zoom out.
1: You got to—it's like a—it's like a crop circle. If you get too close, it doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, that's oh, okay. Yeah, now we're. Oh,
1: now I'm starting to see it. So some people were like, "Oh, that's a peculiar trend," and then because it's the internet, yeah. Um, people are actually tweeting at them to uh be like, "What what the fuck outback?" Yeah, what are you up to? Yeah, what are you what are you up to? Uh. Outback social media team though, they they fought back. They put a big bloomin' onion over uh basically Tampa <laughs> and they said <laughs> and said and said plot twist. <laughs> and then somebody responded, Nah, we're on to you, devil restaurant. And Outback Stays House responded, If the bloomin' onion is is evil, then we
0: don't want to be nice with a winky face. I mean, that's fair because Hey, can I say this, Michael? Yeah. I haven't been in an Outback in like probably six years. Sometimes I still dream about about blooming onions.
1: Yeah, I mean that's really the only thing that if somebody was like, hey, you want to go to Outback, that I wouldn't immediately say no.
0: Yeah. No. I mean I would think about it.
1: I probably would go. If they if they gave me a very specific like, we're going to Outback, do you want to come? I would probably say yes. Yeah. But if they were like, if they gave me any other choices? I'd be like, definitely not Outback.
0: Yeah, no. Like, I'll go to Chucky e. Jesus and get some pizza. But that's a weird one. <laughs> Forget <laughs> I said that.
1: <laughs> it does make sense though when you think their old slogan was "No rules,
0: just right." Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. who's got time for rules? Not the devil. Exactly. I'll tell you that much. Not Satan. Yeah, I-, I do like when social media teams like aren't afraid to shy away from it, like, "Hey, are you guys satanic?" Maybe, <laughs> maybe you don't know. <laughs> if it was, if it was somebody
1: like United, they would have responded like very earnestly, and it would have just turned into a fucking massive thing.
0: Yeah, I do, I do remember like uh, after... they were like, "You're
1: banned from flying on United."
0: <laughs> well, I do remember like after the Ann Coulter thing, which we talked about when she was complaining about having to like move her seat. Um, you know, one of the college football writers we both follow, uh, Spencer Hall, tweeted something like uh excuse me uh delta my son was removed from the flight for being a werewolf uh how dare you (laughs) and like they like their social media team responded like super earnestly like oh really sorry for the inconvenience how can we help you
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah i mean you can definitely tell when it's like an automated response they just see something
0: and then they're like yeah that one yeah like you look at like denny's and like wendy's social media teams like you can tell like whatever they don't give a fuck if anything like any like being called, like, satanic is probably, like, good news for them. They're like, oh, fuck, someone's finally talking about Outback Steakhouse on Twitter. Please. Well,
1: you, you know you can afford to uh, pay a lot more for your social media team when, when uh, you pay a lot less to your chef, who I think might also be the janitor at some of those places you just named.
0: That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Hey, fuck you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've talked about how I feel about Denny's and uh, Waffle House and... Perkins and all that, that ilk, but, uh, social media is pretty good. Yeah. 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 Um, well, speaking of what happens to me when I eat at Denny's, Michael, can I read you a headline? Please. Uranus opens and closes every day to let out planet solar wind study (laughs)
1: finds. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) That headline writer had to be like. Yes. We did it. I have been doing this shitty job for fucking
0: eight years and finally. This is from the International Business Times, which, uh, just, oh shit. Just a, a sampling of their most, other most recent headlines. Apple rolls out iOS 11 beta 5. What's new? Bernie Sanders to Big Pharma. Stop America. Stop making Americans pay twice. Uh, archaeologists find ancient city where apostles were born. So yeah, this fucking headline writer. Saw this story was like, yes, finally. <laughs> Something that's going to make me Twitter famous. I'm doing it.
1: <laughs> okay, so... Do you even how? care about why? Do you even care? I do. I do care about how Uranus opens and closes. Okay. Like well, 10 times a day.
0: Well, 10 Perry, times of a Uranus day or of a, of Earth day? Uh, I'm going to say Uranus day, um, which I don't know how long that is. But by the way... <laughs> scientists have been looking at data from Voyager 2 for the last 30 years from its flyby of uh, Uranus in 1986. And Holy they shit. they just found from uh, Georgia Tech, uh, scientists found that the planet's magnetosphere flips on and off like a light switch to let out captured solar wind once per day. Ah, um, uh, so, yes. Um, so I have one of those as well. A light switch on your butthole? <laughs> A magnetosphere, a magnetosphere that controls,
1: sphere. that controls when it opens or closes. So
0: apparently, <laughs> so we talked about, we had another, uh, Uranus weird hole story a couple, a couple weeks ago that we talked about, but apparently its magnetic field tumbles very fast. Like in the words of Carol Patey, the Georgia Tech associate professor, um, like a child cartwheeling down a hill head over heels. So when the magnetized solar wind hits the magnet, the tumbling field in the right way, it can reconnect and the magnetos, magne- yep. And the magnetosphere goes from open to closed to open on a daily basis. So, um,
1: so do you think that the scientists even? Do you think they're like too close to it that they don't they don't even laugh at it anymore? Or do you think they they read a headline like that and they laugh still?
0: I bet they. I bet they like. So one, I have to be honest. I'm sure every scientist has a very like contentious relationship with science journalists and writers because. (laughs) Science journals are some like I don't subscribe to the fake news thing very often, but and actually this will this will bring us into our next story. Um, but the people who write about tech and science like don't know about it for the most part, and editors oh, and who have they're to write trying ha- to
1: get clicks, so they right. just I mean they they sensationalize
0: right. So I, I think for the most part they probably were too close to it, didn't realize it, and then they probably saw this guy who just had the time of his life, and you like. The planet farts, we did it! And they're like, oh yeah, I guess, if you want to be reductive about it. And then they probably laughed about it later, but...
1: (laughs) Yeah, and they're not going to laugh in front of other people, because they're going to be like, it's Uranus, it doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, But then, like, when they're hanging out with all their scientist buddies,
0: they're totally laughing about Uranus, constantly. Um, Speaking of authors who don't really know what they're talking about, you might have heard a story last week, I know you were kind of unplugged, but... um, Business Insider and a couple other, like, a lot of other publications ran stories that Facebook had created a language AI program that had gotten way too smart, and they pulled the plug on it because they were, they panicked that they had invented something too smart. Um, I, I don't look down on anyone who shared this story, like, kind of freaking out, because I saw a lot of people doing it on Facebook, but again, it's one of those situations where you can tell the writers didn't really look into it. The editors who wrote the headlines definitely didn't read the fucking article they read. And the people who saw the headline defo did not read the article. Um, because uh, So I am in no I am no means a coding expert, but um just to put everyone's fears to rest. Um, Skynet is coming and we should all run. I yeah, throw I throw your computer in the fire. I, I can't tell you how many Skynet posts I saw, especially with the like The uh, nuclear fire, like uh, her being melted away at the fence Uh. gifts. Yeah. Um, So, Michael, I want to. So basically, Facebook wrote a chat, like an experimental AI, like a machine learning uh, program that wanted to. They were trying to teach it to negotiate uh, with each other to for like apples and oranges and all this stuff, which, as you know, machines, computers don't speak in English. So, you know, everything yes, to them they is. They all
1: speak German. <laughs> yeah. A little they, known
0: fact. Uh, Russian, actually. Oops. Collusion. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. That's
1: why they, it's ha- why it was so easy to hack the, the computers. Yeah.
0: Fake, fake <sighs> bots. Um, Michael, I'm going to read you a passage, uh, between the two, the two bots, uh, one named Bob, one named Alice. Bob, I can, I, I, everything else. Alice. Balls have zero, to me, to me, to me, <laughs> to me, to me, to me, to me, me. Bob, you I, everything else. Alice, balls have a ball, two me, two me, two me, two me, <laughs> to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me, to me. Does that sound fuck, I'm like... Terrified. I'm terrified. Does that terrified, sound approach. like an AI that is approaching sentience and uh, <laughs> domination over the human race?
1: I don't know. She already knows that balls don't mean anything.
0: Yeah. So... <laughs> To, if her, I to, her, it, to her to her to her to her to her, to to her, her. um if i can so basically what happened yeah you know, so obviously computers don't speak english they speak in zeros and ones mm-hmm. um so they developed shorthand basically uh to kind of negotiate with each other um so facebook pulled the plug because the thing was too fucking dumb and couldn't speak <laughs> in english which is what you would want a chatbot AI to be able to do if he was trying to negotiate uh, with you as a user or, you know, generate content, whatever. But Facebook's
1: uh, plan is to put Facebook in every home. If their plan is to also put a negotiating bot in every home, then maybe they should be using shorthand because they're going to just be
0: negotiating with other negotiating bots. Right. So, I mean, what it did, like the bots did exactly what they wanted it to, haggle over fake objects. Um They just did it in a fake language. They did it in a fake language, which... You know, I guess it's scary that the machine, like the, th- the whole point of machine learning is to learn and to be the most efficient thing it can. Mm-hmm. Um, but. So making it speak English is. Less efficient. <laughs> it's um, the least, so, a,
1: least efficient thing.
0: Yeah. So basically, Facebook pulled the bot, like, they pulled the plug on the bot because it was too dumb, not that it was too smart. And they worked on another smarter bot that did work in English. Um, so, one, I hope everyone calms down. But here's one that's a little more scary. Facebook mm. Facebook has invented a uh, English speaking bot that eventually, over time, learned how to lie to people.
1: Oh boy! That's... To get what to get whatever it wanted. I mean, I f- that's like the ne- the natural evolution, though, right? Because like if you're in a ne- if you're a negotiating bot, you want to get what you want to get. You're gonna, you wanna get, and you say like the whole idea is to get as close to this ideal as possible. What's the easiest way to do that? I'm sure it would learn that lying is really easy, especially because you would not expect. A computer
0: be lying to you. Right. And that's so I kind of, this is one of those things where I, I always go back and forth on AI. Like, one, I'm not in general too scared of it because, you know, ultimately it's code. Uh, but like people like Elon Musk are always, f- you know, freaking out about it. And I think a lot of that comes down to like we expect human, like AIs to act like humans, which right now they probably will because we're coding them to, especially to speaking English. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like if you're building a bot to negotiate, like they will do the most effect- like efficient effective negotiation, like even humans are bad at it, like humans don't take value they like they want to like over negotiate i guess like there's multiple studies where people should like you know if they're choosing two people have to choose between getting like hundred dollars and no dollars and like negotiating downward, people won't take a dollar like if it, like eventually like their ultimate outcome is getting a dollar, they won't take it. <laughs> people are bad at negotiating I mean
1: really the most efficient way. To negotiate, if you're a computer, would just be to run like a you know gazillion simulations, and then to
0: then to kill you and take the dollar.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like they would eventually just know like what you're willing to take instead of whatever you want, and the negotiation would be just them offering you
0: that thing, right? And I mean, the the scary part for me is like Facebook working on a negotiation like bot. Because Facebook has all the data about me that it could possibly want. It knows. I mean, I don't post too much on Facebook other than this dumb show. Um, so, it probably doesn't know too, too much about, like, my daily habits and, like, what actually interests me. But, but maybe
1: they're listening to the show and putting in all of that information.
0: God. God help me. <laughs> who? Oh, who knows what it's going to send me. Um, but I'm saying, so, like, Facebook as a negotiator, ha- like, if this bot gets, like, it can go through terabytes of data about everyone it talks to i don't know anything about this fucking bot i don't i don't know its mom um you know i'm only negotiating in person from now on yeah sorry humans so yeah but uh for right now i don't think anyone has to worry about uh facebook skynet going active and killing us all because uh they're still really really stupid
1: if you had to pick one company to eventually create skynet and run skynet like, what, which one would it be? Like, like, out of like the big ones, like Apple, Facebook, Google, like, who would Microsoft. I, tr- who would I like, trust the most? No, 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 no. Like, who, who do you think has the best chance of creating Skynet?
0: Oh, man. Okay. Cause like, if it was just like, who would I prefer, like, runs it? Like, probably Microsoft, because like, it just wouldn't work very well. Uh. <laughs> and like e- like every week would have to update and it would just crash for like 45 minutes at a time so like oh hey the whole the whole fucking robot army is rebooted kill them i guess and, like and people would just use
1: skynet to download whatever google created and then like skynet
0: would just yell at you every time you turn on a computer like
1: we're way faster i swear it's true this time please use us
0: although to be fair i would probably be the only person i would definitely be a sympathizer with skynet <laughs> it was like no i don't know i like the operating system the the, the product very smooth very cool yeah. i like i like the look the design You're, is nice <laughs> well yeah you'd be in their
1: you'd be in their inner circle immediately because you still have a fucking zoom I, I am your king. Skynet. Right. <laughs> that's like that's like the the pass to get into the
0: inner workings of the Microsoft Skynet. I don't know if it. I don't know if it would let. I don't. I, I still think they would kill me. But I think the like the Microsoft like T like eight hundred would be built on me, just like a flabby like bearded dude who's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna kill you. <laughs> Obviously, we're gonna kill you. But everything every every humanoid like robot we send to kill other humans. Gonna look like you, cause we like you. They're gonna job. download your consciousness into your Zoom. Yeah, no, that it's, be. It's
1: only gonna be able to fit like like one trillionth of it. But you know, but what, that's I'll, gonna be smooth one on the, on the software.
0: That one trillionth of my personality will be sharing sharing space with a lot of nice 2010 indie rock. So I'm pretty okay with it. <laughs> um, as far as who I think is gonna create Skynet, I don't think Apple's gonna do it. Cause I think Tim Cook's just sleeping. He's just a yeah. They're point. not innovative enough anymore. Yeah. Um. I want to say it's gonna be I, I, Google seems like the safe bet. Actually, you know what? No, fuck Amazon, because they're just doing everything now.
1: Yeah, I mean, Amazon worries me because they're also in the space game, so they could put Skynet satellites up, and we wouldn't even know. They're in the space game. They're in the bot game.
0: Yeah, they're they're in uh, the drone game. Drone game. Yeah. They're in the
1: data game. Yeah. I mean, they have all the Amazon web servers. So they basically have. I mean, they have. I don't know what percentage it is, but it's large percentage of all the data.
0: They got that Amazon, Washington Post fake news going mm-hmm. to, to misdirect us. Yeah, no, I, I think my money's on Amazon. Yeah, right now. And Bezos seems like a Skynet guy. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he looks like an Android at this point, like a <laughs> like an actual like robot Android, not a Google operating system Android. That would be adorable, though, if he did. Yeah, little green guy. Little green guy, just a sweet little boy. Um. All right. Well, Michael. Um. Speaking of companies that are probably taking a little bit too much power, um. How do you feel about marijuana? Hmm. That's the that's the devil's weed. Yeah. How do you feel about
1: marijuana agribusiness? <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw this really funny tweet. Um. A guy linked an article for like some. It was probably in like the Washington Post or New York Times or whatever. And it was like this dude investing all this money in a marijuana plant, blah blah blah. And the guy just tweeted and was like, "Oh really? Because my cousin just did the same thing and he got 25 years."
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the one wrinkle on this thing. Um, yeah, I don't like agribusiness in general. The agribusiness around marijuana seems particularly um, shitty. Particularly because we've been sending certain people to jail for it for a very long time. But uh, mm-hmm. this is a new... White people, you mean, right? Just yeah. Just tons of white all, people being sense jail. All those honkies. Um, so, a cannabis company uh, this week bought a, an entire town in California. A, a town? They just bought a town. Nipton, oh. Nipton, California. An 80-acre town. They bought it for $5 million dollars. You can get an eighty-acre town for five million dollars. It seems
1: like a great fucking deal, doesn't it? God, if I ever win the Powerball, I'm gonna buy buy a fucking town. Do you get to
0: like collect taxes
1: and stuff?
0: I I mean, this town has, I believe, eighty people in it, so not a whole lot of taxes. (laughs) Um, So this Nipton, California, I would
1: turn into like Waldo. I would just be. I would be a one-man police crew, and I would
0: just pull people over constantly. Uh, Well, one, I'd be honest. I would buy Waldo, Florida. I would would make the speed limit 90 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) And then I would pull people over just to say, you're welcome. You're not getting a ticket today. Keep driving. Sorry I delayed you for five minutes. Have fun. For our, non, our non-Florida listeners, Waldo is a small town between Gainesville and Jacksonville. Uh, it is listed with two other towns, Stark and Lottie, Florida, as a AAA speed traps. They actually have lobbied Congress against all three of these towns. They only exist to write tickets to unwary motorists. Mm-hmm. They suck. Um, yeah, but so this town, or this company, American Green, which, <laughs> nice. Mm. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. Says that it is the largest publicly traded cannabis company in the U.S., um, and they intend to modernize Nipton into an energy-independent hub for the production of various cannabis-based cannabis, cannabis based products, as well as possibly fully licensed cultivation, which includes a safe and appropriate <laughs> approach to consumption. I don't know what any of that means. Um, <laughs> so they bought a town to grow a shit ton of weed. Well, so actually, they bought the town to start bottling water infused with C- CPD, a cannabis component linked to relieving pain. So they're just selling marijuana water first. Okay. Sure. Sure.
1: Okay. And so actually... Well, the CBD is specifically like the, the therapeutic right. part of it. Yep. Um, so, I mean, that's like a noble cause, Right.
0: Yeah. So, I kind of like, so this is a gold rush town, Nipton. It's 60 miles uh, south of Las Vegas. Uh, I think 80 people live there right now. Maybe a little bit more, but, um, they want to attract like-minded cannabis companies to set up like mineral baths, dispensaries, uh, residents, like artist programs, uh, bed and weed bed and breakfast to make a full rustic, charming small town experience. Oh, so they want to create
1: like a, like a hey dude for weed?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Which, by the way, I don't. I would. I would go see that. That's Yeah. No. Cool. I'm in on that. Yeah. It's just. It seems like it, one. It feels weird that any company can just buy a town. Um. But two, like a. I'm all for legalized marijuana. I don't. I don't give a shit about it. But if, like to your point about that tweet, like it's like people go to jail for growing weed, except for big yeah. companies, they can do whatever they want.
1: Yeah. I mean, I really feel like that if you make weed decriminalized in a city or a state um or or completely legal that like anyone who was convicted of
0: of like selling weed should, should just be like commuted just get right out of jail and yeah. pro- probably given like a million dollars take your over <own laughs> I mean, let's weed. just start with letting them out of jail okay sure uh, sure sure, sure. yeah they will
1: then will work on the million but hey, yeah i mean um yeah, I don't have any problem with it, but yeah. I do. I don't like that it's become like corporate, though. Yeah, it's that, like it's like the craft brewers; like none of them are are independent anymore.
0: And that's the thing. Like right now, like I mean, obviously, eventually, if it gets legalized, um, you know, people will be able to grow it. I'm sure. But even what do you uh, think
1: Jeff Sessions' face would be like if it was federally? legalized. I just imagine him just like jumping up and down and like yelling, like I can't believe they're smoking weed! They're bad people. Pentagrams at
0: mm-hmm. the Outback Steakhouse. Um, yeah, he wouldn't be too happy about it. But uh, Jeff Sessions loves the Outback Steakhouse. He probably does. Honest. But I mean, he he's probably very deeply shocked and hurt that they are satanic cult restaurants. I mean, that's going to hurt his, his his feelings. Um, yeah, I. I, it's tough because there was a, one of the, I think Ohio had a a uh, ballot initiative that got defeated by voters a couple of weeks ago or a couple of years ago for legalized marijuana because it was baked into the <laughs> baked, um into the resolution that like four companies would get to control all of the growing and no one else would be able to le- would be legally able to grow and cultivate marijuana which is just horseshit that's, like yeah, it's
1: that's ridiculous. Oh, so you wrote into a bill a monopoly basically. Right. right.
0: Quadropoly. Yeah. <laughs> so it it's just one of those things, like it seems like something that no one's going to do correctly. And it's just, again, going to be kind of those legally mandated like monopolies or duopolies, kind of like cable companies now that like only certain people are allowed to grow it. The people who have been historically hurt by it, uh, at, are, aren't are going to benefit from it at all. Aren't going to be benefited from it at all. And it's just, yeah, it just sucks. So huh, hopefully things work out a little bit better than this, but a small, t- a, a a small town being bought by a company seems like the wrong way to be yeah, doing things.
1: Yeah. Unless they turn it into like a like a sweet dude ranch.
0: That does sound pretty cool.
1: Right? Like you just go there and like you sit out by the fire and make some baked beans and they're they're I mean, actually like baked they,
0: beans. <laughs> you know you what I mean? Son of a bitch. I mean at this point <laughs> I just want like a a Westworld style experience, but just weed based and not murderous <laughs> robots based. Like you're just like, hey, come on down to the ranch. Blaze one down. <laughs> how
1: long how long would it take you if you were at Westworld before you just
0: like shot a robot right in the face? Hmm. I mean so I, I, for me I think it'd be a while. I think I'd be like William in Westworld. I don't think I would Right. Yeah. I, I got them. I don't do things for sport, generally speaking. <laughs> uh so uh I feel like I'd be I'd be a minute. But the the whole experience is built seems built to like hit your vices, which I don't know. Uh, like I'd probably just be gambling the whole time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but what if what if the the story was that you were gambling and that somebody accuses you of treat, cheating, you know? And like, uh, they like they try to get in a fight with you.
0: Fuck, dude, I fuck that. I gotta be honest with you. If I was fucking bulletproof in that world. Oh, you best believe... I would... Okay, you know, here's the thing. I would I would cheat blatantly and obviously, like, and constantly. Like, yeah, I cheated. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Oh, you're going to shoot me? Go ahead. Pump me, pump me full of lead. I'll brush that shit off. I don't care. Yeah, I'll, all I would do is cheat. I'm, like, fucking 50 cent up in here. Yeah, I would go ahead and just, like, flick people... You know what? I would, like, do minor violence. I would flick people in the eye and be like, what? Sorry. Oops. Oh, you're going to shoot Shit, me? Shit, now
1: I want a Westworld where we can get into a, a bar fight, but, like, there's no chance of us getting, like, impaled with a pull cue.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's really the only thing stopping me.
0: Yeah, man. I've told you about my uh, my recurring dream about a bar fight, right? I mean, I assume I'm there. Oh. Oh. You will be now, now that we've <laughs> had the conversation. But, um, so, me and... So my brother and I, the only people we've been in fights with has been each other. None of, neither of us has ever thrown a punch in anger against anyone else. Um, so we had this like kind of mini pact going that when I turned 21, this didn't happen that like we might instigate a bar fight and <laughs> just see what happened. Um, that didn't happen, but ever since then, I've had a, that pact, I've had a recurring dream where a bar fight breaks out and me and my brother are fighting back to back. We're just fucking. Flailing on fools, and some guy comes at me with a, a pool cue. I dodge it, catch it in one hand, karate chop it in half, and then just smack the guy in the face with the, the severed half. And I want it to happen. I'd rather it happen in Westworld where no one can hurt me. <laughs> where, where that
1: might actually happen yeah, and not like you get hit with a pool ball in the face and then you're out.
0: Yeah, because I mean, I have a pretty elaborate daydream like fight sequence that goes down. Like if someone breaks into my house, I have a pretty elaborate like nighttime dream where I just wreck fools in a bar fight. I have no confidence I can actually do that in real life. If if someone came at me with a pool cue, it would hit me very hard in the head and I would I would cry a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's tough
1: because not as many bars have just pool cues laying around anymore. No. And the people who frequent those types of bars tend to be not the type of people who I would want to get in a fight with.
0: No, they they are the people who have have been in fights before, not with their exactly. their older brothers who were just sitting on their heads and farting on them. That's my fight experience. So what I think we need to do is go
1: to like like a hipster bar, mm-hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know? And bring our own pool cues. Hey yo, where are my soft boys at? And then <laughs> and start a fight there. Mm. But like not not a hipster where like where where there's like good music on it needs to be like something really mellow. Yeah, there needs to be mellow music on. Yeah, just like uh, I need them lulled into a really just sedate state.
0: Yeah, just like uh, find a bar that's playing like Bon Iver on on vinyl. Yeah, there like, you go. Like they're playing vinyl, yeah. and you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. hey, hey, you know who I think rules? Smash Mouth. <laughs> And then it's fucking on.
1: It is on. I'm going to pull out my own pool cue, <laughs> do
0: some fucking Jackie Chan work on them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Michael, I think we're getting close to time. Uh, do you have anything you want to talk about? Or I, I, can, I can break off a quick little story for you.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of people being imbued with the spirit of the devil, mm-hmm. um, which I assume these bar fighters are. Yes, at all times. Um, so there was a man. Uh, who sent? He was sending an invitation to his baby daughter's uh, a special event for her, um, and he invited people by say, by sending in a Facebook invite that was called the exorcism of Cerise Anne. So he invited all of his friends and family to his daughter's exorcism via wait via a Facebook invite. via Facebook yes. And the picture at the top is a is a baby with, like, his, her eyes, like, rolled back into her head. Um,
0: That's actually kind of terrifying. Did he just want people to witness the awesome power of, of Christ compelling her? Or did he want, like, was he hoping that someone knew how to exercise her? Like, hey, bring snacks, chips, like, maybe, like, a some, two, bring a two-liter and, like, holy water if you have it. Some of those T-bands, you yeah. know,
1: we're going to stretch her out. Well... It was technically a christening, but... He didn't know what it was? (laughs) He knew exactly what it was, but, you know, he thought he would throw a little jokey joke in there. But, I mean, technically a christening is an exorcism. You're exercising the original sin out of that baby.
0: Yeah, I mean, as we talked about in uh, Father Ralph's Demon Emporium, I believe that was episode 13? uh, Fiction. Fifteen. Okay. Every every baptism is a mini exorcism. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So he said, "Come join us as a
1: man in a sheet throws a bit of water over Source source Sourcey. I can't say her name. It's S A O I R S E. Okay.
0: So that's Irish as shit. Right. Um, (laughs) And expels
1: and expels the demons that inhabit her soul. Food and cake and a few cans back in the gaff and kill Namag after. What was that last one? (laughs) <laughs> Kilnamanag Kilnamanag
0: <laughs> Kilnamanag Kilnamanag Well her name is uh, Sorsha pretty much uh, Sorsha? Li- Sorsha Oh so like a sorcerer um, Or like uh the lady in Willow Um, But uh, you know whatever Um, I didn't see that You didn't see Willow? Michael
1: I mean I probably did when I was like 5 or something But Wow that's a fucking banger of a movie you should you should definitely go see it um well apparently he he got some grief from the family and he changed it he changed it Su Sorce. uh it's christening and it says come join us for her special day as she gets christened in a very serious and real ceremony
0: <laughs> so okay so you know what? it's nice to know that he's taking this. Seriously, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I missed the
1: part where he said, "Come and join us in the church." Parenthetical, opposite super value. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I like this guy. Can I? Can I say that much? This guy fucking rules.
1: Yeah. No, it's terrific. I mean, it's a great kind of dark sense of humor and you know, he's not taking the, the christening too seriously. Um, yeah, but so, I could see how the grandparents maybe, and the more religious people might, might've gotten a little upset about
0: yeah. it. So one of my favorite things out of this is, you know, so you mentioned like the bit of water and all sorts of other, like, I don't know if you ever like check out like Scottish or Irish Twitter ever. Uh, they're both pretty fun. with just like incomprehensible written <laughs> language. Uh, <laughs> just to, uh, <laughs> Um, you know, for everyday, uh, experiences. But I, I did have a story that's, I read a story in The Economist, uh, a couple weeks ago that, um, slightly related to this. Apparently exorcisms are very much on the rise in France. Um, mostly because the Catholic church has started losing interest in performing exorcisms. So f- while father Ralph and his buddies at the, that college are super into it, um, Paradoxism. So wait, exorcisms are on
1: the rise because the Catholic Church doesn't want to do them anymore? Exactly. Um, but so how does that... Who's doing them if the Catholic Church isn't?
0: Private industry.
1: Oh. Um,
0: uh, speaking of... There private- are
1: four companies in London that do exorcisms. It's written into the the English constitution,
0: which doesn't exist. Yeah. So, uh, so speaking of private companies stepping in and stepping in the little guy, um, so... There's some stuff in here. I don't want to go too much into it because a lot of it is cultural. You know, uh, France has a lot of uh, immigrants, especially from uh, a lot of African countries that are you know, have some superstitious culture. So I want to, I want to step lightly here. But um, a lot of private exorcists, healers, mediums, Kabbalists, shamans, and energeti- energeticians. Um, offer similar services as did you exorcism? say? Energi- energi- Energetic, energi- energi- energetician, like somebody who
1: like advises on their energies and chakras and whatnots.
0: Exactamundo. Um, huh. so I believe the energetician is a Kabbalist uh, sort of position. Um, mm-hmm. but
1: apparently, because they- next time you're in Chicago, yes, there is a place that does. Um, tarot card readings, like, are right down the street that I just noticed recently. Okay. Um, we're totally gonna go there and get our tar our tarot read.
0: Okay. Um, so actually, when I was in New Orleans a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, I did sit down for a tarot card reading. Uh, the first two cards were like, I was like, "Whoa, this is pretty spot on." The next nine or whatever, <laughs> man, they whiffed badly. Oh, baby. Uh, <laughs> They were bad, but I was with a friend, uh, actually our, our good Shanghai friend, Jen. Hers is pretty spot. Yeah. She, uh, she had a good experience. Um, so like 50, 50 ain't bad. Yeah. I mean, like the guys, he, the tall fame batting average right there. Um, yeah. and it, I mean, he was betting 200 for my cards. I was like, yeah, all right, that, yeah pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, I would, I would love to get our, our fortunes right together, Michael. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I want to walk in and be like, uh. We're Mike and Michael. Guess which one's which. Ooh, this first this, test. Yeah. This will determine everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, if you get it right, you get $50. If you get it wrong, 30
0: Or nothing. Neither one. Um, yeah, but basically, private enterprises filling in for exorcisms in France because uh, the church doesn't really want to do it. And apparently, one exorcist near Paris says he earns as much as €12,000 a month. By working fifteen-hour days, including phone consultations to talk about demons.
1: Oh lord! Twelve thousand dollars a month.
0: Yeah, and so apparently a lot of this Oof. is because of the rising terrorist activity in France, which many people feel have been is driven by black magic and/or Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Fucking Outback Steakhouse. I
1: didn't even know there were any in France, but I'm sure there's, like, multiple pentagrams. I mean, we criss-crossing talked about... crossing the French countryside and turning that into just the fucking eighth
0: circle of hell. I mean, we talked about when I visited Glasgow, there was definitely a... Uh, the center of town on their big old strip was mm-hmm. a TGI Friday's. And apparently there is there's an Outback Steakhouse in the middle of France. Oh, my God. You're shitting me! Oh, hold on, it, it. I'm I'm looking at it right now. It looks like it's there, but there's a fucking Outback Steakhouse. No, in okay, never mind. Paris. It's not there. No, there, oh, there's okay. something called. Yeah, no, we're good. Okay, okay. Thank God. Thank Damn. God. I man, I mean, for this bit, fuck. I wish there was. God, <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, Michael. So uh, you know, people in France are not finding the the uh, the comfort. And uh, help they need in the church turn into uh, private exorcists. Which, from the sound of things, I- I've seen supernatural. It doesn't look like it pays very well in the show, but these boys are cleaning up. Yeah, I mean,
1: the thing is, is like if the Catholic Church is going to do it, somebody's going to move in and take that, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, and...
0: if my kid's head is spinning around, they're vomiting green goo everywhere. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call somebody. Exactly. And it's probably going to be
1: the Ghostbusters. But if I can't get a hold of them, it's definitely some kind of faith healer who's going to do a exorcism.
0: Well, actually,
1: we've spoken pretty forcefully on this show how I would deal with that situation. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, that's you, a good, Oh, let's move to France and you just start an exorcism where you literally just walk in and just punch a
0: kid in the face. I think they're healed. No one else does that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I wouldn't even charge. So this, well, this guy pays; he charges one hundred and eighty-two dollars an hour to do a ceremony. Mm-hmm. Give me seventy-five bucks. I'll just walk in five minutes, in and out, whatever. I'll, you know, I'll bring my own pool cue. Do I at least get to
1: like snack while you're punching kids in the face? Because I'm oh. assuming
0: there's a spread if there's an exorcism. Right? No, because that that, that that will be built into our fee, obviously. At a
1: christening, you have a you have a. a, a A spread. I mean, Michael,
0: it's going to be France. You're at least going to get some cheese and wine. I assume some light charcuterie will be provided. Definitely some brie. Yeah, you'll get a baguette on the way out. That's just standard practice.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: pretty much everywhere you go in France, just baguettes. Baguettes, cheese, wine. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. Well, but I think... I mean, we talk. We, damn, man, we we had a nice run not talking about punching kids in the head, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we broke that streak. Um, so, Michael, I think that's going to do it for us on Trends Little Places. Um, I want to go ahead and thank uh, we. It looks like we've gotten a a boat full of new listeners recently, and I want to thank you. Fuck, if you made it through this episode, God bless you. Um I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for uh, signing on to the show and subscribing. Um, you can find more info on this show and our sister show, The Longest Days of Our Lives, which is a 24 fan cast that Michael and I do with our buddy Curtis. Um, you don't really have to have ever seen 24 to like that show. It's just us three goofballs talking about it. So uh, we think it's pretty fun. You can find more on that on goodbuddymedia.com. You can find us on any of your podcast apps of choice, whether that's Stitcher, Podcast Attic, uh, iTunes, obviously. So, you know, go ahead and leave us a review or a rating and definitely tell your friends about us. And, uh, Michael, how else can people help us out? Yeah, you can find us on the social medias, um,
1: on Twitter and Facebook at TILPCast. Um, and, you know, you can also find me and Mike on Twitter, uh, at Mike is at Latro in the Mist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am at Mykonokinos, um, which is impossible to spell, which, so I realized, um, this past week, Kush, that you have like nine times as many followers as me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a um, marketing, I'm
0: a marketing guru. Mm-hmm. By the yeah, way, I, so, only, I only have like 480, so. Yeah, and
1: I have like 55. I, I think I, I think I actually lost two. I'm down to like 53.
0: So, hey, hey by the way, can I follow can I, real quick? Be, yeah. Yeah. Definitely follow Michael. That's spell your name, and then (laughs) I have I have something to say.
1: At Mikanakinos, M I K A N A K I N O S. One more time, slowly. At M I N A K A N I K O S. I think you Mikanakinos.
0: I don't know if you nailed that one there, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, but anyway. So, my sister, who was on last week's episode talking about uh, Griselda Blanco, mm-hmm. she's fucking followed by Barack Hussein Obama. Oh my
1: god, really? Yeah. Oh,
0: fuck. Damn. God, I feel... Um, yeah, I'm a loser. Uh, she also has 7,000 some odd uh, followers, because she did steal the name of a Korean boy band, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty great. Um, but Yeah. Well, tell her to tweet more about the show so that we can get all them sweet, sweet followers. She tweeted a, a bunch last week and she said yeah. that uh, a bunch of her uh, her followers who have family uh, in South America, she said her friends sent the show to her family and they were like, this is hilarious. And yep, that's great. So um, <laughs> that's pretty great. So Amanda, thank you for sharing the show. And everyone, thanks for listening. And if you only listened because of my sister, hey, that's great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keep coming back. We'll definitely have her on again. Um, but you'll never know. It's like Pavlov, you know, the most effective way is like you surprise everyone with, with Amanda. So you should probably listen to every single show from here
0: on out. Yes, absolutely. Cause now nah, she was the best part. She, <laughs> damn. So, well, story my story was fucking amazing. Yeah, I was, man, I, I, this is one of those moments. So we, so we talked about what I, uh, you know, my only, my only hope for learning things from my father is to learn how to at his Bachelor party. I, my family seems full of deep, dark secrets. Mm-hmm. And every time I talk to, like, my parents, I discover something new. So, like, I, I don't know. I, I I need to get my dad on the show, I think. And <laughs> I just... feel like
1: we could just maybe have another podcast, like, a, a monthly podcast that's just, like, Cushing
0: family secrets. Oh, shit. Hey, Michael. God, I, I, I almost completely forgot. We've talked about the sand mystery on this show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. New Wrinkle. Did you, you have a resolution? No, no resolution. Absolutely not. I have a new substance on the floor of my bathroom. Oh, no.
1: Uh, is it pee? No, no. Because well, I know where that one came from.
0: No. Well, I mean, yeah, there's pee. But, um, <laughs> no. It's what, I mean, I, I'm still waiting on the spectrometer analysis, but I'm pretty sure it was cake frosting. This is cake frosting? Yep. On the
1: on the floor yep. of your, your Actually, bathroom? Actually, if
0: I had to guess, I would think it was, you know those, like, very cakey cookies, like the, the, the thick, like white ones you get from Publix, uh with yeah. like the the front, like the the thick like frosting the sugar on, it. on the outside. Yeah, like no, the like legs? the th- the thick frosting on top, oh, like the oh the... yeah, 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 like the sugar cookie with like the frosting. On mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure it was that frosting that thick... somebody was eating one of those cookies on the stall on, on the toilet, oh. and they they just threw fucking frosting all over oh. the place why because that's the world we live in
1: why why no
0: and i gotta be honest with you i would prefer the fucking sand that i don't know where it came from
1: well i'm starting to rethink is it sand is it some is it like cinnamon and sugar were they like making a cinnamon and sugar
0: toast on the toilet god fuck i didn't even think about that It could have just been like a like a coffee cake could have been the crumbles from a like a blueberry streusel
1: or like a fucking like a german apple pie
0: a- anything with a streusel on top,
1: really? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna keep, keep naming streusels.
0: <laughs> it's like well, a like a rude bag of pie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that many crumbly desserts. It's like a, like a like like a baklava. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, yeah, no. Because it's got the it's got the honey and the cinnamon on top that could. But the honey's in- the
0: honey's too. Yeah, but the
1: cinnamon. The honey's full of perverts, Winnie. <laughs> uh yeah, well, yes. That I apologize to anyone who had their entire view of Hundred Acre Wood destroyed because mine was. So thanks for that, Kush.
0: Hey, fuck you. I'm not the pervert here. Winnie is. That that's whole a good that, point. that whole band of perverts in the Hundred Acre Wood. That's their problem, <laughs> not mine. I'm sorry.
1: Uh hey Kush. Yeah. <laughs> Before we go, I I wanted to do one one FML for you. Oh, cool, because I had a shower thought, but it's not very good, so go for it, my dude. (laughs) Today, my boyfriend called me weird because I keep gloves in the glove box of my car. He's never seen that before. (laughs) FML.
0: (laughs) Have you ever kept gloves in your glove box? No, I live in the South. I, I've lived in Florida until last year. I've never,
1: I I barely own a pair of gloves. I live in Chicago and I have gloves and I've never put gloves in the glove box. It never even occurred to me.
0: I mean, my problem with that post, I mean, yeah, obviously, no, my glove box is only for <laughs> like my owner's manual for the car and my registration and all that dumb shit. And like any receipt I get for tires.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep track of all the services yeah, done. But why is that an... In- an fml i don't know you got called weird so fuck your life fuck you yeah that's (laughs) that's the worst thing that can happen to you by the way do you call it a glove box or a glove compartment compartment right yeah is that a southern thing because i feel like everyone up north here says
0: glove box i think it's glove compartment yeah in the south yeah it must be a southern thing huh dang here, you know, what, I'm gonna close this out with a, a very dumb, a very, very dumb shower thought. <laughs> mm. Hashtag shower thoughts. If six 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 is mark of evil, then twenty five point eight oh six nine seven five eight is the root of all evil. Dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, that's gonna do it for us tonight on Little Places. Thanks for joining me. I love you. Oh, I love you, buddy. Doodles.